and they can start the party at Scotland. That's a brilliant goal from Gary Jones. And Henderson, oh, what a goal! Oh, he's drilled home by Steve Davis. Here, then he comes Matheson. Oh, he scored! And now it's Thompson. That is a hugely important goal, which may just keep Rochdale in League One. Hello and welcome to the RochdaleAFC.com podcast. My name is Dean, and I'm joined, as always, by Chaff. Chaff, how are you getting on, mate? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea what. I don't know anything. Uh, Luke, how about yourself? I'm boozled at the minute, mate. And Ryan? Gutted, confused, and last night seems like a week ago now. <laughs> yeah, if you if you haven't figured it out, we're recording this pretty much in the immediate aftermath of a, a statement from the club that outlined the fact that BBM has has decided to leave. Um, it's been a crazy few weeks, both kind of among the, the playing squad and more importantly off the field at Dale. But this kind of puts the cherry on top of the cake. Um, Chaff, I'll come to you first. What what are your immediate thoughts in, in, in the aftermath of that statement? I mean, like you say, it's, it's hard to kind of put into words because we don't really know the reasoning behind it. But what, what are you thinking at this moment in time, seeing that? Um. The circus rolls into town and has evidently stayed for quite a while, um, is my initial thoughts. I have absolutely no idea what to make of all this. Um, At no point did I feel this summer would see a change of manager, even with the the boardroom changes. Um, So I'm I'm as stunned as, as, as everybody else. I appreciate some people will be with the news um, there's an awful lot of people that aren't as well including some of us and I, yeah, I genuinely don't know what to make of it I don't know what's gone on I don't want to speculate as to what's gone on either um, but for it to come out tonight and <clears throat> on social media to have been really quite positive in the last few days, including today, and for it to come out literally hours before the season tickets go on sale, something must have happened quickly. I don't think this is, has been coming for a while, for example. I think this is a quite a sudden thing. Um. I was just going to say, then I'd love to know the reasons why, but maybe I don't want to know the reasons why. Maybe, I'd, do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm shocked. Um, I don't know where we go from here. Because um, if, depending on what you hear, finances are evidently not brilliant, but can we attract a high profile manager for, for our level? Probably not. Does it mean. McNulty and Lee Riley get it until we've until they they've not earned it, so to speak. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm stunned. Yeah, Ryan, you said a second ago there that last night that England win now feels like years ago. Um, I suppose the last few weeks have been really positive, like Chap touched on there, um, which is why it's kind of so upsetting that this has been such a a difficult day for fans and for the club because 
everything seemed like it was getting back on track and now we've been hit with a bombshell like this, haven't we? Yeah, it's mad. I think, you know, you go back to the AGM and EGMs and that was obviously positive. Um, we had Jamie on the podcast and he was a breath of fresh air and made me feel really good about the club. Um, and then, you know, the players, barring Matty Lund, all signed up, which again seemed really positive. I weren't expecting O'Connell and Keoghan to sign. And then I was at the club last week at like a business event and the atmosphere around the club was just, just seemed vibrant. Everyone had smiles on my face. Everyone seemed really happy. Um, the new directors all seemed really nice. I was speaking to them and sort of no worries. And then sort of just, I'd imagine they're probably as shocked as we are. Um, because like you said, it can't have been a long time coming because we've all seen the pictures that have been released on social media in the last couple of days and BBM has been there. You know, there was a video of them doing what looked like the bleep test or something similar and BBM were doing it with the players. So he's, I mean, if I'm a manager looking to leave in 24 hours, I'm not doing a bleep test. So <laughs> it can't have been a, it must have been a short-term thing for him. And it's interesting that it says the <coughs> representatives and not the manager. Um, but, yeah, it seems as though the players are surprised as well because there's been quite a few messages already in support of him and thanking him. Um, so, yeah, it's it's odd timing. Um, but it's tough to blame someone for that because we want a club to announce it at the you know, earliest possible time. Um, but at the same time, we don't actually really know when it happened. We'd like to think it happened two hours ago, but just weird. Um, more questions than answers, but again, you can't play my club yet. Hopefully we get some reasons or an explanation in the next couple of days. Yeah, Luke, I think that's that's a worrying thing, isn't it? The fact that we don't really have an explanation at the moment. There doesn't seem to be another job, for example, that BBM could have gone for or or anything like that. And I think that's that's why we as fans are really worried about this at the moment is because there's just no like obvious reason for it as far as we can see. Everything that you, that we're talking about in the WhatsApp groups and, and whatnot, um, a lot of it is, is going to be kind of speculation. You're second-guessing what might have happened, why it might have happened. Uh, but like Rai said, you know, there's... No one saw this coming. There was no kind of, no really, don't feel like there was any sense of build-up towards this happening. Um, and it's it's really worrying. Like, I mean, there's two sides to the disappointment from my perspective. I have the um, I have the side of me that um, was a was a supporter of BBM and and kind of backed him and, and wanted him at the at the helm. Um, I sat on that side of the fence and I, I was confident that. <clears throat> If rumour, you know, again, this might be true, might not be, we don't fully know, I suppose, but, you know, a similar size budget to last season, whilst it was cut last season in League 2, knowing that BBM kind of, you know, in my opinion, was very good at recruitment, I really kind of fancied him to be the man to, to kind of, you know, push us on next season and hopefully kind of challenge towards the top end. So there's the aspect that I'm disappointed because I, I wanted him in charge. Um and then there's the other there's the other side of it where you know and I think a lot of Dale fans might you know if if you know if you're being reasonable you can relate to this maybe you maybe you didn't um, kind of back him like like kind of um, I'm alluding to with my personal opinion but 
everyone can understand and see, you know, the timing of this is all, is is so bad. Um, you know, the timing's really bad. Um, and then you read between the lines with regards to kind of how sudden it is as well, you know, with no build-up. So then it makes you think, what is going on behind the scenes? Um, and, you know, then it's just, it's all up in the air and uncertainty. Um, it, it can spread and, and, and breed almost. Um, and it worries me because this is the kind of makeup, this is the recipe of a football club that struggles into the second season. This is a recipe of a football club that, that does the double bounce uh, downwards, by the way. Um, I, I, I don't mean to kind of sound like I'm over, like I don't want to overreact and it is all fresh, but there's a lot going on. And you look at, we've mentioned it on the pod before, the likes of your South Ends, where the South End fans do not like their chairman, do not like the way their chairman's run that club. They got relegated from League One, but they were probably in a similar position to us where they thought, you know what? With this squad of players that we've got, we should at least be consolidated in the league, not going down. And they struggled. Um, you know, Scunthorpe have struggled because they've not been ran. They've had the money, but they've not been ran well. Um, the money's not been spent well. And you, you can see that it's not just getting 11 players on the pitch who are, who are of, um, you know, top-end lead two quality. It doesn't automatically mean promotion in any way. So it's the uncertainty that I'm worried about and the timing of it all and the fact that this will come as a shot to the players. Um, and by all accounts, BBM had a real good relationship with the players. You know, when you listen to um, O'Connell speak about BBM in his um, in his interview where he's, when he was uh, he signed his contracts and, um, you know, when you look at the, the tweet that Mike Lund put out there, he didn't have to say anything really about BBM, about kind of, you know, sticking with him and how he's a great manager and, you know, he fully expects him to succeed in the future. You know, that tweet was about Lund leaving. You know, it was about him, yet he decided to put that in there. And that suggests to me that he's got players there that, that were willing to play for him. Um, so you look at the likes of Lund signing, you look at the likes of Keohan signing back on, you look at the likes of kind of, because I'm really excited to see how Grant develops. These are BBM's boys, you know, and um, and BBM's gone. So it, it's, you know, it worries me. Um, what a baptism of fire this is for the, for the new directors and the chairman, you know. Uh, you're in the deep end anyway, but um, I bet. Well, I don't. I don't think they would have been expecting this. So, um, I mean, this is part of the role, and and, and you know they've stepped forward now, and um, they're going to have to be the spearhead that kind of you know steers the ship, and and, and we find some some form of continuity at least. Um, but right now, with it being fresh, it just worries me that there's a few things going on that are outside of people's control as well. You know, um, but. There's a few things that combine that that makes me worry for next season now. Yeah, Chaff, like focusing on a on a from a football perspective for a moment, like Luke alluded to there, this is horrible timing, just as the players come back for pre-season. Um O'Connell, I, I think we can I think we can all assume that we O'Connell probably wouldn't have signed without BBM. What must he be thinking now, having committed for, to another year with the manager having left a few days later. It just feels, like Luke said, like a, a kind of a, a recipe for disaster on the field at the moment, doesn't it, with the uncertainty? And also with the fact that, you know, we're going to be going into pre-season with two, two inexperienced kind of joint head coaches as well. Yeah. Um, it, I don't think it's any secret, is it, is it that O'Connell, um, the likes of O'Connell and Keohane and are... 
BBM lads like like Luch alluded to there and Connor Grant, they've only come to the club because of BBM um, and for them, oh, Connell literally signed in a contract last week and now he's, and now his manager's gone. I genuinely wouldn't want to be inside his head at the minute. Um, it'd be fuming. I'd imagine he's absolutely fuming. Um, unless, of course, the, the, you know, there's a there's a, a positive reason as to why he's why he's gone, and it's like a, it's an opportunity, maybe. Um, I guess time will tell on that front. But for him to commit to another year with us, O'Connell especially, um, another year with us, and and then the, the one of the main reasons for him for him staying goes a few days after. That's not ideal, is it at all? Um, and yeah, I, I, it's never dull, is it? Not still. Jesus Christ, Netflix, get involved. Chaps, we're sticking with you for a minute because I know, um, I know how Luke and, and and Ryan feel about BBM from a football perspective. But how would you feel about this news if 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 we knew, for example, that it was an opportunity for BBM to move on? How would you feel about that in terms of BBM leaving? Because, like you said before. There, there is a bit of a split in the fan base in terms of who kind of believes in him and who, who is less of a fan, shall we say. How would you feel about him leaving if, if there was a little bit more certainty and clarity around it? Um, it's a good question. Um, there's lots of... I wanted, I, I'd, I'd quite like to have seen how he would have tackled League Two with the, the players that we've got him. The players that he could bring in, um, his recruitment over his time at Rochdale overall has been very good. Um, and I'd like to have seen what he could have brought in this summer. And I'd like to have seen him have a real crack at, at League Two, um, stabilisers underneath under an, an, a new board of directors, and and then go from there. Really, um, if it's a, if it's an opportunity. Um, that where, where he's, he's he's found himself something else. Um, I'd, good luck to him. Um, a bit different. It, the way he put the way he portrays himself is a lot better than some of our previous managers. So it's a lot harder to hold a grudge against somebody like BBM as it is to when Hill left for Barnsley, for example. Um, and I didn't have any issue with, with Hill going to Barnsley. I was gutted, but I understood it as well. It's it, it, it's a massive step up from, from where we were. Um, same with parking when he went. So I, I, don't, I don't begrudge anybody better in themselves if that's what's happened. That speculation, we don't know what's happened. Um, so, yeah, until we know any, everything, it's a bit difficult to answer that. But I'd like to have seen him have a crack at, at League Two. But we can't dwell on that now. We've just got to move forward as best and as quickly as we possibly can because we are going into pre-season in, in friendlies in like less than two weeks. Players are back in training. This needs resolving and it needs resolving very, very quickly. Ryan, as someone who was kind of a staunch defender of BBM, even 
when things were going against him, shall we say, last season. Um, how do you feel about it, knowing, again, from just from a football perspective, knowing that he isn't going to go forward? I'm guessing you can't really see us getting a replacement that you would prefer um, to have in BBM. It's tough, and it? I've, I've not looked. I don't want to dwell on replacements or whatever. Um, I'm gutted because I think, like Chaff said, the players, if this would have been the end of sort of May, April, May time, we're not going into this season with O'Connell. We're not going into this season with Jimmy Keohane. I'm now more worried about Humphreys than I was this time yesterday because he was a big admirer of BBM. You think of Ali Rathbone as well. Every time he scored a goal towards the end of the season, he was running over to BBM. So from a football perspective, looking at that, um, I'm worried, I think, in terms of... It's tough now because you look at a lot of the young managers coming through and, and at other football clubs, they do tend to be playing the right... I said the right kind of football. There's no right and wrong, but the kind of football that I want to see. So... As long as we don't get a dinosaur, um, I don't know. I, I don't think there'll be too much change in terms of the style of football that'd be played. What I do want though is someone who's—I know BBM wasn't this, but someone who's got a bit of experience, at least coaching you know, or first-team coach level. I don't want Lee Riley and Jim McNulty to be going into this season. Absolutely not. Um, you think? People might say, Jim McNulty, yeah, but it's the same as BBM. It's not. Jim McNulty's done it for half a season. BBM had done it for three, four, five. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I think as long as we get sort of a young coach who's, who's you know, you're talking mid-40s latest, I think you're probably going to see the similar type of football. My worry is the players that we might lose and what that could do to us. Because I think we've all been saying the spine of this team is more than good enough to be challenging at the top of League Two. More than good enough. So if we lose a couple of them, and if rumours are true and budgets either equaled or slashed, yeah, um, struggling, aren't we? Obviously, we're kind of reacting now... In, in the immediate aftermath of, of the decision or of the announcement, rather. But how do you think the fans will look back on BBM's time in, in charge kind of further down the line? Because obviously we have just been relegated, but there have been some real standout moments, haven't they? The, the games against Newcastle and United are the obvious two. Um, but obviously this season as well, there were the wins at, at Plymouth and Wigan where you could really see kind of his plan of action coming, um, coming alive on the pitch, if you like it. But there was always a feeling, from my point of view, that a lot of the, the people who were defending BBM felt that there was potential there. Um, and obviously that's now not going to be realised to the extent that we were hoping. So how do you think fans will look back on this kind of era of BBM in a few years' time? Um, well, he, you can't escape the fact that he was uh, manager of the football club when we got relegated to lead two. So I think that would probably be at the forefront of people's minds. If you ask them in 10 years, you know, what was BBM like as a manager? You know, he was in charge when we got relegated. Um, for me, there's a hell of a lot more to it than that. And, you know, we've said it 
on, on the pod in the past around um, the fact that he did feel as though he was he always had one one tie behind his back, um, and that would have been difficult for the most experienced of managers. Never mind someone who was kind of you know still relatively fresh as far as the managerial career goes. Um, for me, you know, I'll answer the question on my behalf if you don't mind, mate, because you know um, it's kind of the only way I feel, so I can really. Um, he's someone who acted in with kind of you know I said it. Keep repeating myself, but he's someone who acted with um, an incredible amount of integrity all the way through his, um, you know, his reign with us. From the day he took over, he was smart about how he um, tried to get the fans on board with how he communicated with them. Um, he was someone who continued in, you know, you, you lose, we lost it. Well, I said we lost. We we sat, you know, Kiefer Lee was a prominent figure at the football club, um, and you know was for. Uh, the best part of 10 years, probably. Um, but he continued all the good stuff. He continued the the whole ethos. Uh, he was someone that kind of uh, led the ethos with regards to giving the younger players opportunities. And that's what I like to see because, you know, we want a football club at the end of the day and that's how we survive as a football club. It's through nurturing the young talent. And uh, I think BBM did that. The additional side of the income um, side of things as well was the cup runs that you allude to. We had some good days, didn't we? Um, you know, under BBM as well. Um, and Newcastle obviously springs to mind and um, obviously Man United as well that, you know, we will not forget those games. We'll never forget those games. And, um, you know, I think it's only fair to say that BBM played his part as manager of the football club in kind of, you know, giving us those memories. Um, yes, he made a lot of mistakes. I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. Um, but I saw enough because... When you look at teams who are struggling and, and who are kind of riffing and they've come up against us, they always look like they don't know what they're doing. They look like they haven't got a pattern or a plan. And I don't think we really, um, I don't think we went to those kind of places last season. Yes, I feel as though we went to places where the plan was persisted with and we wanted the plan to change. But the plan was always clear, I thought, in the method of our play. And when the plan changed and we changed formation and we maybe went a little bit direct, it was very noticeable um, and we were on board with it and it was rightly changed. It was probably too late. But the fact that that, that shows to me that the players fought for BBM and played for him all the way through his reign as well. And that to me is a, is a big kind of staple sign that that is kind of, um, that suggests that BBM was, was good in many respects. Um, and, and that's why I kind of, you know, that's how I look back at it. I look back at it as, as, as a disappointment. And, you know, I hope he goes to carry on having a, you know, a career in the game and, a, you know, a good one at that. It'd be nice to see him do well. Um, but at the same time, I hope he don't kind of, like selfishly, don't know, like kind of, you know, in a weird way, in 10 years' time, if he's doing really, really, really well. And it's kind of like, ah, you know, the one that got away maybe a little bit and the one that we didn't appreciate like we should have. You know, because of the um, just because of how testing it's been for him. But again, I fully appreciate all the comments and and, and the opinions of people like you, you know, Dean, who kind of probably veer a little bit the other way on it because you back it up with with your opinion, and um, it's it's very fair, I think. But that's that's how I look back on his tenure, um, and it, you know, that's why I'm disappointed now. I think what I would say is that I, I I'm kind of with Chaff um, in terms of. I was excited for this season because I felt he was the kind of manager where 
if things are going your way, I think it works really well. And I could understand what he was trying to achieve. It's just I always felt it wasn't um, the best way to deal with a relegation battle, which is what we found ourselves in. But I did always feel like if you're flying high at the top of uh, the top of a league table and you're you've got players that are that are a better standards for that league, which we would have had this season, then it, it, I definitely felt like it could have worked again. And I, I think when I was vociferously asking for a change, it was more to try and keep us in League One. I don't think I can't see us getting a manager that I would feel that that would make me feel more confident of us. I don't know what the target is this season really anymore promotion I think is probably looking beyond us now just because we're in a state where there's no consistency and there's no well I don't want to say there's no plan but there can't be a long-term plan in place right now because the manager's just left so um yeah I, 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 I feel like at times I was probably unnecessarily harsh about BBM but um I just wanted the team to stay in league one and I think kind of it was proven right in the fact that we didn't stay in league one um in terms of me feeling like a change should have been made. Um, Jaff, uh, there's been other news today as well, um, which again has kind of taken the shine off what had been a more positive few weeks for us. Um, the club also put out a statement regarding um, some shares, some being privately purchased or being uh, being asked about. As far as we know, none have actually been purchased as yet. But again, this is a, this is a worrying thing for us to see as supporters isn't it because we feel like we've been through a lot in the last uh, six to 12 months we felt like we were getting through the other side and starting to see the green shoots of recovery and then we see something like this that again makes us worry doesn't it absolute roller coaster in it um yeah there's several sort of rumors circulating because that's all they are at the moment that's all we we can really sort of say without knowing the facts, but it seems to be somebody familiar, um, potentially. And, yeah, it's, it, it's worrying. Um, the fact that the club have come out and made a statement on it and are, are very much aware of it um, is a good thing as well because they're, they're evidently sort of acting on it. Um, and it'd be a case of watch this space um, for this new share issue. And the more shares get purchased by supporters, the difficult, the more difficult it becomes for what is effectively a hostile takeover um, to to go through. Um, so when it'd be interesting to see the share price when that happens, uh, and hopefully a lot of a lot of supporters can can get involved and and get shares, and hopefully sort of build a build a bit of a wall. With, between ourselves and potential um, trouble causes, so so to speak, because we we we've dodged we've dodged one. Um, it seems like there's, there's more on the horizon who, who want in, and will do whatever they can, however snidey, to to get what they want. So that's probably there's probably more to come from that story as well. Um, but I'm, I take. I take the positive out of the fact that the club are aware of it and have been transparent enough to actually tell us what's going on as well. Because um, I think six months ago that wouldn't have happened. Like the, the for, for example, the Americans, that was all done without our knowledge. Um, it, it was all, all 
signed off and sealed and stuff like that. So for somebody to come in and effectively trying to hoover up shares and the board to tell us that very quickly is a is a positive and hopefully, hopefully nothing will come of it. Yeah, Ryan, we know that the club aren't in the best financial position at the moment. I think Jamie kind of made that clear when he came on the other week that, that work needed to be done on that front. Do you think now it might be a case of pushing that share issue through as quickly as we can so that supporters can kind of get the get their hands in the pockets and, like Chaff said, kind of build a bit of a wall and help put some money into the club as well because it seems like it's needed? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know enough about it to say too much, but it sounds like that's got to happen sooner rather than later now. Um, I think the whole day has just been a bit of a, you know, from start to finish, it's been a bit of a bump back down to earth, hasn't it, for us? Um, I can't help but think BBM leaving on the same day, or at least for, I think a few of us had heard about it you know, maybe yesterday or a couple of days prior. But for it to all happen on the same day, I, I can't help but think that can't just be a coincidence. So maybe there's more in what's going round than what we believe. But um, it's got, the board have got to do everything they can to make sure that the future of the football club's safe and fans getting involved, putting money in, bringing money into the club. But more importantly, I think, weirdly, it's getting people who love the club involved in the club. And if that's buying shares, if that's buying shares and that's got to happen, yeah, the money's good. The money's, you know, a nice thing that we need to have. But that comes secondary to having people involved in a football club who love the football club and want it to survive and thrive. And these sharks who are, you know, lurching from from previous employers and, and shareholders, you'd imagine... They're not those people. So something's got to give now. And yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's got to happen. Um, ASAP. Yeah, Luke, um, Ryan said there, it's kind of been a bit of a bump back down to earth today. But we haven't really spoke about the positives of the last few weeks, have we? We've not really spoke apart from when we, we chatted to Jamie a couple of weeks ago. So what have you made of the the first few weeks of the new, the new board's tenure? You know, we... We obviously heard from Jamie, but also uh, we heard from uh, from Simon Gage, the new chairman on the official website. We heard from uh, Richard Knight as well on the on the official website. Um, what have you made of kind of the comments that they've made? And obviously, from from our point of view as supporters, the positive news that, that David Bottomley's um, employment by the club has come to an end as well. Yeah, we, we, we envisaged this as, as kind of uh, like taking out the events of today. We envisaged what's happened um, as, as something that kind of, you know, that's what we were hoping for. Um, you know, we envisaged kind of, you know, people to get involved with the football club who had the football club, who have the football club at heart um, and, and to start building that positive momentum to go into the season with. And I think kind of we were on that track, Ryan, Ryan said it, we were on that track um, up until today as far as, perception um, because it is let's face it it's too soon for anyone to kind of prove their worth um, in you know a director capacity or the chairman for example um, they've only been in the job and like Jamie mentioned on the podcast kind of there's a lot to get the teeth stuck into to understand the mechanics of the club 
to then go and make positive change. That will probably, you know, yes, you can probably make the little wins here and there, but probably a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that they will need to kind of do and change for the better will kind of take time. So um, it's all about perception. And you know, Jamie coming on the pod and coming across as likable as what he did, and, and keen and as eager and, um, and and as positive about the football club as what he did, I think is a good step. It gives you a good kind of. Um, it puts us at ease, doesn't it? Knowing that people like that are in, you know, a kind of involved. Um, and I think we started building that momentum. You know, we had the interviews on the website from the chairman um, and the other director. Um, they gave a background on kind of, you know, first and foremost, the fans, you know, before getting involved with this and, you know, they're in it for the right reasons. And rightly so, if you want to appeal to the fans, if you want to appeal to us uh, right now, you tell us kind of that your heart's in the right place and you tell us that you're kind of in it for the right reasons. And, um, you know, with that in mind, you know, that can only bode well for the future. And they've done that. Um, so the perception is kind of really strong. The momentum was building um, and kind of it feels like we've taken a few steps forward and, and one massive step back today. But with all of that, we kind of speak quite emotionally because it's all fresh. You look at, um, at the end of the day, you know, we talk about the players that, that kind of were, you know, had loyalties to BBM and stuff. At the end of the day, these are paid employees of the football club and they are professionals. So you expect them to be able to kind of um, be professional about it. And, 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 and you would hope, I'm trying to spin this and look at the positives, you would hope that, if, you know, it might bring them closer together. You know, it might bring us closer together as a tight-knit group and that might make us stronger. You know, where there's change, there is going to be opportunity for players, you know, for changes in style of play, for a new manager to come in and potential, you know, new coaches, that kind of thing. The change will bring about opportunity. Um, the board have a massive task now on, on, on kind of influencing that change and creating that opportunity by selecting the right people to set the club forward on the pitch. That's for sure. Um, but just going back to kind of what you said there, Dean, it's it was good and it was positive. And, you know, we were kind of, it was building momentum. The season tickets are going to go on sale shortly. And I think a lot of fans were ready to kind of, you know, put the cash forward and, and purchase the season tickets because the reasons as to why certain fans were deciding not to purchase them kind of been abolished, basically. Wow. Uh, and in part, that's got to be because of the new members of the board. So um, the signs on that front do feel right and, and they felt good. Um, but you say you react to these little these moments of kind of adversity now to be stronger um, because at the end of the day no one's bigger than the football club yes I'm disappointed BBM's gone and the timing of it is really bad but you know that is that doesn't mean our season's over you know we've got to kind of get together regroup and um, plan for the future and, and and make sure we make the right decisions now to kind of because it's going to be, you know, the, the decisions that get made now, I think will probably be fundamental in in kind of, you know, not only next season, but the following seasons and, you know, even the next 10 years in these weird, weird times at the minute. <laughs> Jeff, um, I think we maybe need to speak a little bit more about about the fact that David Bottomley has left the club because it's something that, as supporters, the majority of fans were hoping for for a long time. Um but now, you know, we don't know whether we've heard the last of him, should we say that, for now. Um, and also, you do wonder whether if the club have had to pay like a large compensation fee, could it be something that has actually come at the wrong time in a way? 
uh, and not obviously everyone the club needed um, a clean break from 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 David Bottomley just as much as anything because of the fan base's um, perception of him at this point a fair perception in my opinion my heart do you not think maybe it, it could come back to bite us in, in a horrible way even though obviously like I say it is for the best in the long term um, it could do but it's all about the long term really Um for a club like us, the long term is probably more important than the short term, um, because we're always we're always a club that struggles for money. Um, there's last couple of seasons, COVID especially, we we've all had the fear that we might not be around for much longer um, from a financial point of view. So the the long term is vital, and I think this. This move and this outcome is good for the long-term planning of the football club um, because a lot of things that were potentially going on will hopefully cease to be going on. Um, it was, yeah, it came out of the EGM it, it, about the pay rise. It, it's not been right, has it? Um, several goings on, um, the BBM contracts, etc. These... And, and there's, there's, count, there's probably countless things we don't know about as well. Um, and the fact that that will now sort of, that, that will stop because of him going is, is a positive, even if it's cost us a lot of money to do it. Um, it sounds like it, it was never going to be, he's never going to go without picking up a fuss, was he, really? Um, if I, in, in fairness, if I was booted out of my job, I, 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 I'd kick up a fuss as well and want to get everything I can out of it. Um, surely it does question the the loyalty and the the spiel about how much of a Rochdale supporter he was, but it's a positive in the long run. And yes, it might impact us financially in the short term, and maybe that maybe that's had an, an impact on what's happened today. Maybe maybe. It, it could be that that's cost us a lot of money and budgets have been um, impacted or we, we, we don't, we're not privy to any of that. So, um, yeah, I, I, it may be that we have to go backwards to go forwards a little bit um, in the long run, um, but I'd be, I'm willing to do that because that needed to happen regardless of the, the cost and the consequence. Yeah, I suppose uh, as gutted as, as some fans will be to lose BBM, if if it's um, a re- direct result of Bottomley leaving, then you know it, it, it's kind of one of those where you have to accept it, I suppose, because in the long run, like you say, the the the, uh, the long term view is the most important thing. Ryan, I, I think, I mean, we can't speculate too much about the relationship that Bottomley and BBM had, but um, it, would it be fair to assume that? Maybe um, BBM had some loyalty towards Bottomley as well. We know the fact that uh, the, the contract extension was handed to him by Bottomley. Um, uh, he, he was complimentary of, of the fact that last season he was kind of given the opportunity to sign all the players that he, he had targeted and wanted and was given the money to go and sign Stephen Humphreys and Jake Beasley. Is it fair to assume, you know, maybe... Maybe there was some there's some loyalty there from BBM, and maybe he's, he wasn't too happy with, you know, the change in working conditions in terms of bottomly leaving as well. 
I don't doubt that there would have been a working relationship there, but I can't imagine he'd leave because the CEO was left. I think there was a, you know, a few comments BBM made towards the end of the season where it was, at least I took from it that perhaps it wasn't all rosy behind the scenes and he was mentioning money and he was mentioning next season, he was mentioning contracts and that kind of thing. And those contracts have only been done once Botman left the football club. So um, I can't see that being a thing personally. Um, I think the board have got a big job now in that we've got a manager to find, a CEO to find. That's a big job as well as dealing with Bottomley and all that's going to come with with that. Um, so just a question it. Will there have been a working relationship, but I, I don't believe it. I left his job because the CEO has gone. That's all. I think kind of, you know, when you... The reason why Bottomley's gone is is um, because, by all accounts, he was incompetent across a lot of areas. And with that in mind, that would have potentially have impacted BBM in a negative way, having to kind of work under that lack of communication and that lack of trust. You know, so it could have been the other way. Uh, I agree with Rai for what it's worth. Even if they had a good working relationship and whatnot, I don't see um, BBM walking out of the club as a result of um, bottomly leaving. Um, at the end of the day, it's BBM's livelihood and reputation as well. And, you know, he's probably got aspirations of bigger and better things as a coach. Um, so I don't think you leave because of that. It's almost part of football, that. Just like the players are going to have to accept so the manager's gone and they're going to have to kind of, you know, crack on. Um, I just think kind of, I think more, there is going to be, I think there's a good chance that there's more to it than than just, you know, that direct link of bottomly going, BBM, BBM going. Yeah, I, I don't, that was not really what I was saying. All I was saying was perhaps, you know, it was a, it, it was a relationship that might have benefited BBM in terms of that contract, which I don't think, most other CEOs would have given him at that time. And in terms of kind of being given um, the opportunity to go and sign the players that he wanted. And I don't think for a second that he's left as a direct result of bottomly leaving, but I do wonder whether he's now in a position where he doesn't have the same faith being placed in him as he was to, in getting that contract and the same resources, shall we say. Um, but again, it's it's um, hearsay, and it? We don't really know. Uh, we're not privy to those kind of things. Um Luke, I'm going to come to you for one last question because I think it's been a, a confusing podcast, shall we say. Let's finish with a bit of positivity. And I guess we now know, fingers crossed at least, which game we'll be heading to as fans for the first time after this long break, providing you know everything goes to plan and we'll be at Harrogate away for the first game of the season. Can you kind of look ahead to that game and maybe just give us something to look forward to and end on a a positive note, knowing that, you know, we could be back in the ground finally cheering Dale on. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if you if you, if you you asked around um, the Dale fans, what, what game do you want for this game of the season to be back in the ground? Um, I think Harrogate away would have been right up there. Um, nice place, not far away. Train job for a lot of the pissheads, uh, you know, like us to kind of enjoy a full day out. Um, you know, just... I keep thinking about that day, to be fair, like, like random moments throughout my working day, just thinking what it'd be like to be back together, you know, uh, having it again, basically. 
Um, so, you know, and, and just imagining the atmosphere because of watching England last night, I was getting goosebumps at the atmosphere. Um, but imagine being in the thick of it, like for, for Dale, like, you know, you can't beat it, can you? And Arrogate will, you know, Arrogate away kind of does that, will do that for us. So, um, you know, that is still something that I very much look forward to. Um, yeah, hopefully we've got a team and a club and all that, lot, you know. But uh, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, we'll have a good day, won't we? That's exactly what I needed, that mate. Thank you. Um, so I think we'll leave it there. Uh, and we'll be back in, in a week or two, hopefully, with with a couple of guests. So um, I think all that's left for me to say tonight is uh, thanks for joining me, Chaff. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers, right. Nice one, Dean. And cheers as always, Luke. Cheers, Dean. Catch you all next time. Hope the doubt. I don't think I can hear you, mate. That's because I've not said anything yet. Oh, I thought I thought you were speaking. Sorry. <laughs>